Welcome to Evolve. My name is Brandon Silver and I believe that evolution of the world requires evolution of the individual. I believe entrepreneurs are consistently changing that world and we always will be. So with this show I will bring you the people and ideas with tools necessary to hack your growth in your business and your life. Together let's ask the world's biggest questions, build businesses to solve them, and live happy and fulfilling lives in the process. It's time to evolve. Hey everyone, welcome to Evolve. Today's episode is a special one. In a few days, we're about to celebrate Thanksgiving here in America, and I wanted to take a moment to reflect back on some of the episodes with the guests that we've had and the moments that they've expressed some of the values in their life that have really helped them succeed as entrepreneurs, that have really helped them to live their life to the fullest, that have helped them to really enjoy what they're building. I think as entrepreneurs, we get so caught up in trying to strive and make the world a better place to pursue something that we want um, to reach these high levels of success. And we forget to take a moment to actually sit down and be grateful for where we are and the journey that we've already overcome. Um, Thanksgiving is one of those times that we sit down to reflect and spend time with the people that matter most to us. And uh, it really allows us the time to reflect back on the journey that we've been on. Jim Rohn has a quote that says, learn to be thankful for what you already have while you pursue all that you want. And I really think that this is the message of today's podcast to really think back, whether it's your family or the relationships around you, or maybe it's even your own struggles and the things that you've overcome, or it's just the people that have basically been there to give you the opportunities to mentor you, to bring you along the way. Whatever it may be, think about them, think about the things you've overcome, think about the people that you're about to um, spend this holiday with and be thankful for them. And one of the things I would like to do is thank you guys for every single week tuning in, listening to these amazing stories, stories from entrepreneurs and founders, people that are really out there trying to make an impact on the world. I appreciate you showing up and listening to me. There are thousands of other podcasts that you could be tuning into every single week, but you choose to come to me because you align with what I'm saying. You align with this mission to evolve ourselves in order to really evolve the world. Um, And I want to express my gratitude towards you guys. I really appreciate you um, and I appreciate the reviews that you guys have been leaving. Lucas Blaine, who uh, leaves a top five interview five-star review he says not gonna lie this was honestly and truly my favorite podcast interview listens in a long time the questions brandon asked are deep and really help you understand the person i grew and changed several of my perspectives while listening to this episode and the podcast is true to its name i evolved that's all i want for every single one of you listeners and again i am so grateful that you are joining me Every single week that you are joining me today, I hope you guys enjoy today's episode and really, as you listen to this, think about the things that you are grateful for right now in your journey. Um, If you guys want, you can always email me at brandon at brandonstover.com and shoot me over. What are you grateful for this year as we roll into Thanksgiving? So one of the daily habits that I have is connecting with someone new and someone old every single day. And when I connect with somebody old, 
I'm always trying to send them either gratitude, love, or honor. And so basically I'm sending them a thank you of something they did in the past. And it's usually right, like for them, it's right out of the blue. Um, and I know like on the receiving end of that, like if somebody had texted me and was like, you know what, thank you for this thing that, you know, went on that we had this sort of connection or sending them love. Like if it's somebody in my family or a friend that needs it that day or whatever, um, it just boosts their mood. And I feel like it helps to keep your network thriving and keep you connected. That is incredible. I might have to steal that. (laughs) Um, No, I, I have goosebumps right now. That is so lovely. And we never know the kind of day someone is having. And mm-hmm. I, I, I wholly, wholeheartedly believe that if we feel someone's name on our hearts or, you know, when you're kind of, you know, starting your day and you, you know, you think of someone that comes to mind, I don't think that the person that comes to mind is a total coincidence. I think right. it's possible that we are led to reach out to someone or provide gratitude to or honor someone that really, really needs it that day. Um, maybe they, um, you know, got fired from work or they missed their bus on their commute or there's mm-hmm. oftentimes little and big things that some people are going through. And if we can provide just a little glimmer of gratitude and acceptance to them, I think that's how the world just becomes way, a way more loving place. You show a lot of gratitude for everything that you've learned, all the people that have been in your life. And so to you, what does it mean to be grateful and how has that helped you throughout your journey? Man, I, um, I, I did a podcast interview with a, a guy named Greg Kielema. He's, uh, he, he was like a second dad to me hmm. and he poured so much into me. He was one of my first clients and, and like he just passed away uh, recently due to, due to cancer. And one of the things that he, like, I got to spend a lot of time with him uh, just before, before his passing. And one of the things that he was just big on is treasuring every moment. And, and like, he was super grateful as a person. Like, he was so grateful, even though he was going through this hell of, li- of life. He was yeah. so grateful. And, and one of the things that I've just realized, and, it, and it's been, it, it, I've realized it ever since I was 17, 18, but it's, it's really sunk in deeper and deeper the, the longer I live is, like, Brandon, I'm here because people believed in me. Like I have a core value of people because I got blessed big time. Like if you, if you think about it, I got a job at, at the chicken farm because of a friend. Then mm-hmm. I got a job at the bank because of another friend who was happened to be on the board and took a chance on me and got me in. And then I, then I got meant, I, I'm mentored by someone who's, you know, sold to travel insurance agent. Like he's, over worth over $600 million. And he decided to pour into me and I had the bank CEO pour into me and I had other mentors in our industry pour into me. And like, that has all made me to be who I am. And like, I, I sincerely like this book right here. Like it's not because I'm brilliant. It's because I'm not. And I had to learn from so many different people. <laughs> and so I just co- co- like took all their stuff and put it into one place. And, and like, I look back and I, I literally like get emotional because I would not be where I am without them. One of my favorite quotes is by Andy Stanley and it's the value of your life is always measured by how much of it was given away. Mm-hmm. And like, think about that. Like at, at your funeral, no one's going to care about what you did or your accomplishments. They're going to care about the things that you did in their life. And so everything that I try to do is I try to think about honestly, my funeral and the impact that we're having in people's lives because so money thing is awesome, but it really doesn't matter. Right. The people, the people matter. 
And I just have so many incredible people that have poured in my life. And so and being grateful and showing gratitude not only makes them feel good, but it makes me feel incredibly good. And that's just kind of a core value that I want to live by. And I spoke to a woman in the last prison. Uh, we were on lockdown. Whole prison, no one in or out because there's a hostage drill at a neighboring prison. So we go on lockdown. And, and I met these people and they were therapists for sex offenders. That's their job. Wow, I got questions. And, um, and she, she said to me, I really believe sometimes the difference between me and them is I got lucky. If I look back through my life and the, wow. and the mistakes I've made and the things I've done. So I feel closer to them knowing that. And the other thing is I get to confront my freedom. So going in, having the door slam behind me, then another door slam behind me, and I need someone to open two doors before I can go to the bathroom. And I'm in there with, with sex offenders and um, close custody inmates, which is a high level of custody, I realize I can walk back outside and I can look at this wintry landscape whenever I want. I can walk out in the snow when I want. I can breathe in this air. I can have a puppy. I can choose what I'll eat. I can watch TV if I want. So I got to confront my freedom And you've talked pretty openly about many situations um, happening in your life, you know, from feeling, feeling judged as being an entrepreneur or getting tattoos or even some um, things that you had as like a teenager where you've almost attempted suicide. Um, how have these things helped you evolve in your journey and made you stronger in the person that you are today? You know, I think um, it's a loaded question, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think, you know, I, I was just talking about this and I, I was talking about this to somebody regarding just like the adversity that I've faced in my life. And, you know, every one of us are going to, we're going to face adversity no matter mm -hmm. what, um, big or small, we're all going to face, you know, big traumas with a capital T or little traumas with a little T. I think it's a matter of how we, how we view them. And one of the biggest ways that I've been able to see some of the things in my life or experience the things that I, in my life. Um, that most people would like label as bad. I look at like, what are the lessons learned that I'm, I'm pulling out of this situation and that experience. Mm -hmm. And that allows me at least to see things with a lot more acceptance mm -hmm. and not to judge the situation and then not to place shame or blame on myself or others in that situation. Um, you know, I think, I think for the most part, we're all like humans trying to figure it out, right? Like we don't have a rule book to anything and we're bound to make mistakes and right. nothing as nothing to me is a good or bad decision. It's just a decision. And whatever the outcome is, is, is another experiment that you might be able to like work through to figure out what works for you. So in terms of like the road of radical self-acceptance for me and what I try to like empower my clients to lean into is that like there are going to be messy and beautiful parts of our life, just like there is going to be messy and beautiful parts of creating anything like mm -hmm. anything, cooking, like creating <laughs> music, creating art. Like there is a lot of messiness that goes into that. And if we can accept both the messiness and the beauty of the process, then, then we can fully lean into the self-acceptance and the self-love that each and every single one of us needs. And, um, you know, as I'm saying that I'm thinking about like entrepreneurial culture and startup culture, 
there's so many hangups sometimes when, mm-hmm. when things happen and go wrong, especially in a business where you're shipping fast and you're trying things hard and you're not getting it right. And it's frustrating. Um, but it takes a lot of like self-awareness to just pull yourself back and go, right. That was a great experiment that fucking sucked. Let's try <laughs> something else. And let's see what we can learn. Well, what do we learn out of that? And how do we grow from that? And how do we push forward and develop something that's maybe even better or maybe the same, but something different. Yeah. And you, you bring up this idea of, um, you know, things happening to you or you getting to do something and looking at that dynamic or how is this, you know, helping me grow? How's this being a catalyst in my life? And you had a, uh, experience when you were um, in high school um, with substance abuse and um, the drunk driving accident. And I was just curious of how you felt that has been a catalyst in your journey so far. Yeah. um, I mean, I would say it's interesting. I don't know that anyone's actually asked me that or anyone's ever asked me that question on a podcast yet. You know, when I was 17, I was struggling with so many different things. I was struggling, you know, childhood that was abusive. I was like this, you know, overachiever type A, thought I had to be a certain way in order to make people happy. Like I thought I was never like funny enough, pretty enough. And so like, I just kind of kept trying to check off all these boxes on paper. And what that really led me to was just like hurting myself. It started off with disordered eating. It went to abusing alcohol and um, ultimately getting into a, a car accident that took the lives of two people. And I always, I remember I was in therapy probably like when I was 18, a year after the accident. And the therapist said to me, like, who would you have been had your car accident not happened? And I took a step back and I realized like I would have stayed this shallow, you know, vapid people pleaser that was dying on the inside that was literally killing herself. Um, because I didn't have the tools. I didn't think that anything else was possible in life. And, you know, the car accident for me, you know, one of the questions I get asked a lot is like, how do you move on from something like that? And, you know, I remember I I had asked one of my professors in undergrad, like, what book should I read? (laughs) Help me get through this. And and she had told me to read Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I remember that was such like a big thing because what he said, essentially, if you haven't read the book, about a survivor um, from the Nazi concentration camps. He was a psychologist. And what he realized that the survivors of the Holocaust fell into two camps. Number one was luck. Sometimes it was just whether or not you got told to go into the right line. But all of the survivors were still living. They had found meaning. And um, for me, I decided I was going to live my life in a way that the couple who passed away could look down and know they didn't die in vain. They could know that me continuing my life was going to help others, that it was going to lead to a positive impact far greater than what we could all have imagined. Um, And that was kind of like 
the driving force of so many of my decisions of getting my degree in counseling, um, of like my mission statement and of helping people embrace more of who they are. Because the big thing with when we don't embrace who we are, we stay in a victim mentality. You mentioned earlier in this interview, um, being like feeling like you're a little chosen or, you know, here for a reason and that we have a purpose. Um, and you mentioned mm-hmm. a few times of, you know, escaping death and having that sort of look back at it. And so how do you view death and how does that create purpose in your life? Uh, that's a heavy question, my mm-hmm. brother. Yeah. Very heavy question. I mean, I should be dead right now, to be honest with you. I mean, I think um, I've been through a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of things. Um, I should throw a lot of big, big parties in Atlanta, Georgia, um, and I, I was in different environments that weren't corporate, um, where, yeah, frankly, I shouldn't be around. Um, not because I was doing anything bad, I just like was being taken advantage of like by people. Um, and after like maybe a third or fifth time, like almost running into like a loss of life, um, my dad told me, "Why do you keep dies in death?" And like you must be here for a reason. The paramedics came and told me, you must come from a praying family because you should have died tonight. And that's when I started, that's when I stopped drinking. Uh, I've been sober for almost 10 years. Um, I um, I decided to get more spiritual and get focused and, and things started taking off from there. Um, I don't think you have to go through trauma to get to those realizations. You can like listen to this podcast and like, be like, oh yeah, I mean, I am here here for a reason now, um, and I think that like understanding, like I I believe in in creation. I believe in um, being here for a reason, um, and I believe that even if I don't know what my purpose is, or even if I don't think that my religion is perfect, because every every belief system has a gap that's filled by faith, right? I think that we should always be on a constant search for purpose We're always on a search on a constant search for meaning there's actually a, a great book called search for meaning by right. victor frankel right it's a really really heavy book man and matter of fact if you go to the african-american museum go to the holocaust museum too it's powerful powerful stuff i think like if you look at you know what the jewish communities have been able to do to rise um after tragedy um if you can see what a lot of spiritual communities have been able to do after tragedy, I mean, and even non-spiritual communities, just like people that have banded together to rise together, um, it goes it, it goes back to defying the the self-made made thing. Um, I think that if you're trying to organize, but you don't have a cause, or your cause is frivolous, it doesn't work, right? And so, going back to being chosen, going back to purpose, I think about well. Why have I been laid off three times? Like, why have I been this misfit my whole life where, honestly, even now, like people talk about imposter syndrome, like a black guy that's running a tech company backed by white comedy that's raised millions of dollars, like that like was strategic and planned and we've been working on this for the last few years, but like, it doesn't make sense, right? Mm-hmm. It's profitable, like, like, does it like it's, it's helping people that's it's venture back like it doesn't it's weird right but weird is okay weird weird just means different 
And I think that um, it goes back to being unique and like being chosen. And, you know, I know you can ask me another question at the end, so I'll save, I'll save the answer for it. But essentially, like, I think what we're, what I, I truly feel what we're doing career karma, with career karma is what I was born to do. Tell me about the value of family as it's been connected within entrepreneurship for you. Uh, for me, family is everything. Um, I am a, a pretty private person. Um, those who know me know, like I, I, I have my family. I keep it really close. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's a strong value that allows me. Dylan also really shares that value. He has a pretty tight-knit family as well. So that's been um, really wonderful. I've just watched my brothers grow in their own journeys in very different spaces. It's beautiful and exciting to watch them independently take on their journey. Um, family is people you can trust, people who know you for you, who have no expectations of you. And they're not trying to sell you anything. They, they just they care about your own success. And if you can find relationships like that, whether they're your family, friendships, colleagues, whatever it may be, People have no expectations of you. Um, it, I, I think there's no more empowering force to keep you going. When we, you know, were cavemen or in a tribe or whatever, we had an entire group of people that kind of helped us with our life. And in today's modern society, we have ourselves, maybe we have a spouse or, you know, a brother or sister or friend or whatever, but it's usually only like one other person. Instead of an entire group of people. Oh my gosh, it's a little terrifying. This is um, sort of a weird example, but I I really sort of came to know this through the number of other women who, uh, like, I have an amazing lady that like waxes my eyebrows, mm-hmm. and I have like the there's like a woman who does my facials, and I absolutely love her, and like the woman who's cut my hair for like five years, and like I have a, a lady masseuse, and she knows everything about my body. You know, it's like this is again a weird example of a tribe for me, but it's like these women help me take care of myself, mm-hmm. and it, it's like they know so many things about me, and I know so many things about them, and like. I have seen them through ups and downs. They have seen me through ups and downs. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's like whatever. I also pay for, pay them for their services, but like, that's okay with me. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel inauthentic, but I, I can't even tell you like how important I've realized this, this group of women who are around me are to me. Mm-hmm. It really sort of blows my mind. And like, yes, I also have like friends too. And like coworkers <laughs> right in life have, also have a family. Um, but it's just like, I, there's no reason to not have multiple tribes and right. to get connection and support in any aspect of your day, your barista, they can be a part of the tribe. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. find these people literally anywhere and get to know them and share something about yourself and see what you get back. You know, ah, yes, I, I just love it. Like connecting as a human to another human is one of the most powerful ways that we can heal ourselves. Thank you guys so much for listening. I want you all to have a happy and wonderful Thanksgiving. And as always, my friends, keep evolving. Hey you, yes you, I want to thank you so much for listening. If this content is delivering value to you, then please open up your podcast app, rate and review. That's really going to help get this life-changing content out to more entrepreneurs just like you who are pushing the world forward. As always, my friend, keep evolving.